Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to Love Live Rock Remnant Reality Radio, RIP 2.0, Ruach Reflections, where we ask the question, Are you, were you in the Ruach HaKadosh today or in your yuck of flesh? Inquiring minds want to know. I am Shaliak Scribe, president of Emulators MC, Shaliak of Love, Love, Love uh, Abba, and your special guest, Yajay, tonight. Uh, although it's starting to seem like it's becoming a habit. Uh, we are still praying for Mike to spike. We're also lifting up Leah in prayer tonight because she seems to have been waylaid by the adversary in a way that uh, is less than pleasant. I'm sure she'll be on at some point tonight and she will have the freedom to explain. We start each podcast at 7.07 Pacific Standard Time, 9.07 Central Time, and 10.07 Eastern. If you'd like to join us on the call, just dial 727-731-3257. No access code needed. Again, that's 727-731-3257, and you're in. If you're new, we hope this will resonate with you and keep you coming back. There's only one way to make sure this happens, and that is Yah's way, and that is because of Romans 2, I'm sorry, Romans 12, 1 to 11. No, 1 and 2, I'm sorry. Wow. See, we all need it. So anyway, (laughs) let me look that scripture up just so we know what scribe thinks he's talking about. That way we can all be on the same page and people can stop laughing at me even though I can't see it because they're behind phones. So let's see here. Okay. All right. Romans 12.1 And therefore, brethren, I call on you through the compassion of Elohim to present your bodies a living sacrifice, Kodesh, pleasing to Elohim, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind in order to prove by you what is the good and pleasing and perfect will of Elohim. Hallelujah. That is our foundational scripture for the ministry. That's our foundational scripture for the night. This is Transformed Recovery. We are going to jump into our seventh bodybuilder, our Ahaba, or love offering. This offering goes to support our radio and prison ministries, our faith favor farms and houses of worship, our Yahability ministries, and any other ministry Abba Yah decides he's going to put on our plate so that we can better serve those that are in need. The easiest way to do that, if you're so inclined, and we pray that you are because we don't want you to miss out on a Baruch Atah, is simply go to give.yahweh.love. Again, that's give.yahweh.love. That will connect you to our PayPal pay portal. Or, if you prefer, you can drop us a note with whatever donation you choose to include to Love Inc. PL Box 68138, Phoenix, Arizona 85082. Again, that's Love Inc. PL Box 68138. Phoenix, Arizona, 85082, 
or you can text 777-77. That's five sevens. Two, four, four, three, two, one. Hallelujah. Well, again, as I said earlier, I am Shalai Scribe, president of the Emulator's Motorcycle Ministry, and I am grateful and happy to be here tonight. It was a beautiful day. It was a mixed day. It was kind of a, a mixed bag of things. I got to go out and help my brother Mike set up my mom's camper because we've got family coming in for the weekend. Um, so I got to do that. Unfortunately, I had to wake Mike up because I'd never set this particular camper up before. Um, so, yeah, sometimes it's the really simple things that uh, that hang you up. Uh, but I did that after dropping the car off, and I was able to take a bike ride today. So I took the bike off by Ma, helped set up the camper. And while I was crawling around on the ground, when I the camper, getting barked at by a couple of golden doodles, which is really a crazy name because one of them was black and white. Um, and these dogs don't know how to shut up. I am so grateful for Akitas. Anyway, um, got the call back from my mechanic, and apparently there was a $22 part in the Mercedes that broke that had to do with assisting the oil to drain. So my car's in the shop for a while. Um, but praise yeah, hey. I still got the bike. So, um, again, it was a beautiful day. I think it got up into almost 80 today. I would almost have to guess, but I could be wrong. Um, grateful for the weather, grateful for the company, um, grateful for a, a couple of very, very positive uh, business conversations that I had. And, you know, again, just grateful to be here. With that, I will pass whoever wants to go next. The line is yours. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, me. Um, I, uh, my phone is having fun with me because I was talking with Scribe, and when I turned it off, rock number <laughs> up there and rocked. I don't know if I um, pushed the button, but I was in the hospital and yeah, I've been gracious to Jim because he um, hurt that leg and um, they're saying there is no broken bone. There is strains and stuff and he's got to ice it and take tile and all that kind of stuff. And um, so it's been a, a interesting day, um, and I'm grateful. Um, I talked with Tom Muller tonight for a little while, and um, God's blessing him as far as he he can throw him. Right? <laughs> he um. He's doing really, he's a good worker, and he's doing good. And um, and Judy and Jim and I um, had lunch together and had, had a lot of good, some good talking. And um, I'm grateful. On the phone, I talked with another friend of mine from years ago, 
And I was going to ask about if LifeWave has a patch that helps people um, because of injury when the police actually threw her in jail and they physically were hard on her and it caused her physical issues and now she can't stop having the dreams, um, awful dreams about how she was treated. And um, we talked about getting together for prayer and we prayed a little on the phone. And I'm kind of asking you know, for brainstorming of what will help her. And I'm thankful that um, I have a a warehouse full of wisdom among my brothers and sisters. So, and I'm excited that um, Jim and I are coming up and going to spend the day with um, to um, Marissa. And hopefully, some real, you know, we'll have a real good time. And we got to figure out if there's uh, anybody celebrating Shabbat or what (laughs) we'll do. Marissa's supposed to be checking that out, and then we'll talk about it and see what we find um, to do together for the Sabbath. Oh, now pass. Thank you. Hallelujah. Who's next? Yeah. All right. Marissa's going to go next. Okay. Hi, Sam. Hi. All right. Marissa's going to go next, I guess. Okay. Hallelujah. Hi, Sandy. Thanks for being patient with me. I am am thankful for today. I am. It was neat this morning. Not neat. It was more of a pain in the butt for um, my brother scribe as he was teaching. And somehow, was it, yeah, one one night, Yami said she was fighting, was it the mute button was fighting or however she said that. And this morning, the mute button was fighting side. So I was thankful that it was not a whole hour on mute, but I'm thankful that he was able to go back and give the, give the same message and teaching twice so then they can, you know, sometimes it's okay to go through it twice, but sometimes it's not okay. So it's also be mindful of double-checking your phone. So hallelujah for that. And as I've been um, going through my um, day with, but yeah, I was listening to a teaching earlier about um, the my, the clay and the, um, the iron. So pretty much the last two chapters and the first two chapters in the Bible. But it's like that's something I've been wanting to get into is to learn from the beginning. So if, if you were thinking of pray that Yahweh yeah, bring me through that the right places that I can learn, I can learn from how he wants me to understand it. So I don't get that's where the because I used to like was it. Skype showed me in a picture earlier about something with the wet weather. I have no clue. But anyway, so that's why we get confused because they put the wrong information on media. So that's why I don't really watch media too much as a news. And um, 
my sister um, Leah was have some warfare. And what I was thinking of is um, maybe it's not time for you to do the deliverance it's, as I'm just praying fast on your on your behalf and then go into um, prayer on behalf of your friends and seek the elder, an elder's counsel on how to go about with it before going about it yourself. That's my best recommendation because I know if I was going to go into some situation, a similar situation, I would not go by myself as in just like as of right now. I know I would not be prepared. I would not be ready to help someone when I'm in the middle of trying to overcome my own stuff. So I just wanted to bring that up. I'm sure you could talk about that when it's your turn to share. But um, we have the um, professional here, which is our path of rock and stand. And he would be the best one to, that I would seek for myself. I would seek counsel from him for that situation. But um, I'll, I'll stop on behalf of that. But anyways, I'm thankful for um, the weather getting better, the sunshine. And I am thankful for, for Yami coming up and we could always discuss, I mean, probably tomorrow, as in what last month, to do for the Shabbat on Saturday, free pot Shabbat. Um, as I am looking at my wonderful salad, so hallelujah for Yahweh's good food, and then I was going to a fast tomorrow. So I am um, preparing for those, for certain situations. And when Scribe asked me earlier about me, if I did any writing, which I didn't do any writing today, but I know I need to get on to the rest of that situation of my chronological. So I'm thankful that I can get myself prepared to get into that. So I'm thankful for um, reminders. Hallelujah, and also for um, for the ministry and my family. Okay. Um, this is Leah. Um, so after you prayed for me, um, I was looking through the worship and I saw the prophetic word of a total release and I was, it was, it's a, it's a, a total relief, excuse me. And, um, yeah, it was just a confirmation to what you were saying. Um, and that had actually been posted eight hours prior so that was confirmation on that, and it was talking about lethargy, so lethargies, um, and I'm also dealing with different strongholds. I'm going through a deliverance myself and a deep cleansing. Um, I'm dealing with spiritual warfare on a level that is incredible, um, including witchcraft um, being used against me, which won't prosper. But at the same time, I guess a lot of people fail to see that in that scripture it doesn't say it won't form, it just says it will not prosper. Um, and I'm going through um, casting, like like literally being delivered from strongholds, objects in the home that, that demons can attach themselves to, to come in and cause chaos, and um, the enemy is really attacking me on a different kind of level that I've never, ever, ever experienced. I never even experienced this kind of warfare when I came out of witchcraft in the occult. Never in my life. And it's coming against my body even, and uh, I can just feel it. Like, it's it's something that I can't, 
I can't explain. Um, I will go into details uh, with uh, Rock and, you know, um, maybe more detailed um, because I don't want to get into that, uh, the personal strongholds um, and the trauma that it's rooted in and um, how, how demons can begin to oppress and they can even come in through trauma. Um, and I think I'm dealing with a tremendous amount of oppression through this deliverance and healing, though I believe that um, he is cleansing me, purifying me, and making me a bride that will be fit for him. And so with that, um, I want him to burn me up. I want to burn until there's nothing left of me. That's what I want. And I know that the enemy is attacking me so hard. Um, But whatever I go through, um, he he keeps bringing, uh, you know, this illness is for his glory. And in the end, his glory will be revealed. And I want people to see Yeshua in me. I want him to be able to live through me, um, work through me, and... I want to be, I'm a willing vessel, but I want to walk worthy of the call to which he has called me. Um, I don't want to be a reproach. I don't want to be um, ashamed. I have this deep thing where I I, um, supposedly disappointed my father. They told me that when they handed me his death certificate, they said you disappointed your dad. And so I have this. I was devastated. I lost my mom that same day. I fell into the floor in the middle, you know, of a crowded place. I began to just scream. Um, I, I was, I was, I fell apart. It was scary fall apart, and I'm scared that I will fail my heavenly father the same way I failed my earthly father. I disappointed him. I, that's my deepest fear, that I would disappoint Yeshua and that my life won't be pleasing to him. That'll pass. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Leah. Who's next? Hello, this is Sand. So I am... uh, I am grateful to pronounce and announce that we are on Linda's Loveland and not that we aren't being challenged yet again with a tire that appears to be going flat so you might not be able to stay out here tonight Uh, we're 24 miles from the nearest town and it's all pretty much dirt road to get back there so we might be having to head out I'm not sure if Rock was able to find out. We had a little mini air compressor. So we'll see if we get to stay here tonight or not. But uh, we have a ride, and the land is far. I'm grateful for this. It's more than what we had anticipated, more beautiful than we had anticipated. Uh, We've looked at land in this area before, and it was a lot of scrub brush, very flat, not a whole lot to look at. This has, like, beautiful mountain views and 
three directions and a beautiful ridge, and it's just amazing. And I'm still awaiting the uh, four points, the GPS coordinates from the real estate agent or the agent. Um, he was traveling to Mexico City today for a wedding, so it was a real interesting timing of our arrival. But as soon as he gets that to us and we're able to confirm the four points, then it's going to be just a matter of signing the paperwork. Hallelujah. And uh, so I'm grateful. And I'm grateful that, you know, we we were able to get here without too much trouble. We've had to pull over a few times uh, due to overheating of the, the transmission started getting, or the water started getting hot. So we, you know, just took it slow. And we had a, uh, yes, it was a beautiful morning at the the camp that we were at last night, and we had a nice drive up. I was able to get a little bit of work in, and, you know, I'm just grateful for this this opportunity that's before us to really put into action what we've talked about with you know, these people, men coming out of prison. Um, I had the opportunity to speak with uh, uh, Leach yesterday, very briefly. And all I have to do is, as the president of Love, Inc., send a letter to the prison system saying that he is welcome into our program and they're going to release him to come by us when he gets out in September, which is not that far away. So this is all becoming a reality, and I'm grateful and kind of overwhelmed at the same time. Because, you know, you wonder what Yahweh has for you, what he wants you to do with your life, and, you know, this is not something I probably would have ever thought that I would be doing or that we would be doing. Um, and here we are with this uh, opportunity and you may know and you may not know the reason that we're calling it Linda's Love Land is uh, my mother was very much uh, wanting to help people and has. She's helped a lot of veterans. She used to be a big part of the VVA. She worked at uh, a facility and she counseled men and she is also a foster mom and was very interested in helping with transform recovery and wanted to have a home, a house of worship and transformed home in Missouri on her farm. But her husband just wouldn't allow for it. She was very disappointed and it stole her dream. But uh, she was in in the, she passed away in 2016, young woman, really, I mean, not even 70 yet, still had a lot of life in her, but um, she was in the midst of a lawsuit, and that lawsuit settled. It was because of a, a medical procedure that she had done that pretty much gave her an infection and killed her, basically. You know, the doctor's you know, tried to fight off this infection with antibiotics for three years, and it just wouldn't go away. 
and ultimately killed her, but this particular um, lawsuit was started before she passed, and then it was passed on to uh, my sisters and I um, after she passed away, and uh, it settled. So this land is the seed money for this land is from my mother. And I believe that she would be very excited to know that we're using it for such a great purpose. And I just, I know that Yahweh will Baruch it. And uh, that's why we're calling it Linda's Love Land. And uh, I think she'd be very, very proud of it. So I, uh, I'm just grateful. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. I got to say, Sam, that's that's really touching. That's the first time I heard that, uh, that story. Um, wow. Now I understand. Thank you. Uh, who's next? Well, I guess by the looks of things, that would be time for a song. So, unless Rock is going to jump in here somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm down to 19 pounds on my uh, on one of my back tires, and, and it's dropping fast. So, I'm looking for the uh, air compressor. I know I brought I brought one. And uh, I just don't know how much longer I can I can uh, sustain this. I'm in the hat. We're gonna have to throw everything in the truck and buzz out of here pretty quick. But uh, I'm grateful too for the land. It is absolutely breathtaking spot, and uh, the roads are way better than the washes that we got stuck in and stuff like that in the past. So. That's pretty cool that uh, we have that. And then there is a pretty cool wash, actually, uh, not too far, that kind of makes like a road that comes on up in. Um, but, yeah, we're, uh, it seems like we're right at, the, at an intersection of two roads, and everything seems to have graders that have gone through uh, recently, and, and uh, they're pretty wide and pretty solid. And uh, But I did, uh, with that back tire, I did – drive over a cactus so um there's a lot of pricklies in there and uh that might be why we're losing air a little faster than what i normally do it already was it already has been a challenge tire for a year already because a year ago we uh thanks to california leaving uh five gallons hello Still here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, well, it's pretty, pretty scratchy. You want to make sure everybody's muted? You guys are coming through a, a major sound system on this truck, you know. The Escalade has a really nice sound system, so you guys are all really loud. Every crackle with the phone is, like, enough to knock you over. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, all right, so what I was saying was uh, – I don't know how much more time I got. Uh, it, it just dropped another pound. It was at 20 and now it went to 19. 
Um, so uh, we're going to have to do something. I think uh, if I can't find this air compressor, we're going to have to drive out of here tonight. So once again, I'm asking for prayer. And for those that uh, are thinking about fighting demons, yeah, don't don't be doing anything on your own. Yeshua sent them out in twos. He sent them out in twos. When he sent out the 70, he sent the 70 out in twos. He did not send them out one by one. So any of your talk of thinking you can do it one by one, I've done it one by one, and I prefer to have five to ten people in the room praying with me when I'm casting demons out, okay? So just keep that in mind. There's a lot that goes on, and it ain't a game, and it's nothing to play with. Uh, if you think, you know, that, you know, you're really doing some real deliverance and this is not a game, then you better get serious about having somebody be with you as you do it. And Scribe and I were there as we cast demons out over the phone, so we know that it does work over the phone. Um, we had this one woman call in in probably 2009 on our uh, TV program that we were doing at that time, Internet TV. It's called Blog TV. And, uh, yeah, the daughter was completely possessed. She was completely possessed. And we prayed and cast the demon out over the line, and it did leave. And the mom was, like, so grateful. And over the years, we've lost contact with her, unfortunately. But there's been numerous extremely freaky situations that would blow your mind that I have been involved with so i have been a demon hunter for a long time very experienced in this area and i'll just tell you inexperienced people they do not win in this situation trying to go in there it's it's hard enough just to maintain day-to-day life but if you're going after deliverance there's a there's a technique that is scriptural that we use we don't make up anything we surely don't do a, a catholic exorcism or none of those, you know, exorcism games that they play in religion. We don't do it. We do it Yeshua's way, the way Yeshua cast them out. And if you ain't fasting right now, I'm just going to tell you, you're going to get totally blown over by the enemy. The enemy is going to kick your butt. So for all of those that, that are struggling, if you wonder why you're struggling so much, you probably don't fast weekly and you need to. It was part of the program Always, as we had people in our houses, that one day a week, 24 hours, everybody in the house fasted together in agreement that we would come against demonic forces that were coming after those guys that were coming in the program. If you're not fasting once a week, I mean, anybody can make it 24 hours. Don't give me any excuses about 24 hours. You're not going to die. Anybody that thinks you're going to die, you are living in fear and doubt and worry, and you are not in the Ruach. You're not going to die. So I don't, you know, all this, pastors always put this, oh, if you have a medical thing, you know, blah, blah, blah. Those pastors have no idea how to cast any demons out anyway. They're, they're just players, you know. And uh, you you got you to really realize the seriousness Yeshua said to the 70 when they came back, how come we couldn't cast out demons like you? And he said these things only come through prayer 
and fasting. And the seven Bibles that didn't put the word fasting in, those translators that took the word fasting out, I believe they're going to the lake of fire. I'm sorry, but they took out a major, major weapon of warfare. They're going to get thrown in the lake of fire as far as I can tell because you just don't play games with that kind of stuff, man. So that's my word on that. I'm sticking to it. I'm not ashamed of it. We're going to put it out on Spotify and let the world hear the truth about the real demon hunters of the end times. Hallelujah. 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 That was a confirmation of the dream that I had. I knew I was paired up with someone, and it was two by two. Secondly, yes, you're absolutely correct about the fasting thing. Um, me and um, me and Scribe were just on that. <laughs> uh, we had some discussions. Yeah, anybody can go 24 hours. There is no excuse. You're absolutely right. People say, oh, I can't fast. Well, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> um, but uh, absolutely, that's 100% confirmation. Um, and I'm going through a deep deliverance, but in that, there's some training. But, yes, it was two by two in my dream um, that I was given. It was two by two in the dream that I had, absolutely. So, yeah, that was just a confirmation. So um, thank you for that, um, Rock. Well, hallelujah. We are going to jump into a song here real quick as soon as I can figure out what my mouse was doing. And then we will be back. So, hallelujah. I apologize for not having it ready. I guess I guess this would be a good one for the moment. Hallelujah. This is David Crowder. You want to guess which one it is? <laughs>
hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That was obviously from Devil Run. We are going to have Marissa kick us off with her Ephesians 6 reading just as soon as she gets back in here. Um, and then we'll move on to, I believe, the Step 5 reading again. I'm not sure. Um, unless I missed an email somewhere. And for that, I apologize. Yeah, if you've got it, if you got it ready. Okay, we're going to uh, skip to another song here, real quick, and give Marissa a few minutes to get herself situated. Hallelujah. So. All right, this is Dear Shame, hallelujah.
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Before we get to Marissa, we are going to ask Yami if she would be willing to pray, clear the line. Yami, I'm going to ask that you bring it with an extra bit of fire tonight. You heard the testimony from from uh, from Leah. You've heard what Rock and Sandy are dealing with. We are in an all-out Ruakal safari. Actually, I don't even know if it's so much a safari, but we need an artillery barrage. Yami, can you bring it? Hallelujah. Yami, are you there? You're still on. All right. In that case. Abba, yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you. There you are. Bring the pain, girl. I take the sword to the mute button and it. I order it to work properly. And I receive the knowledge of, of whatever the problem is so that I don't do it no more. And the devil's work is gone. And now we're, we just come together with thanksgiving. Thank you that um, we are given each other to experience the kind of love that you're giving to us so that we too can learn to walk in that kind of love and and to grow and to overcome all the craziness of Satan, all his foolishness ways and and what he is trying to do is rebuke he is after hurting Yah's heart because Yah loves us so much. And in all the evil that he tries to send, he's not, Satan is, can't bust the grape. He is not the final authority. We honor and lift up Yahweh, the most high deity, the one who is our true Messiah, the one whose family line we now belong in. So, Father, tonight, tweak us a bit more. Let us um, see what the Ruach has to say and let the seeds of the word take plant and grow. And um, Ruach, we give you permission to take over on this call tonight and accomplish what Yah has for us. And let us um, experience something in the essence of his love towards us. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, here's Marissa, and she's going to read something for us, a little bit of Ephesians 6. Warfare. 
Well, hallelujah. Praise you out for that. Um, Leah, Leah called as we were leaving uh, Walmart tonight, and she was in extreme pain um, in her body. Uh, Leah, you want to explain a little bit more of that, and then if you don't mind, can we go ahead and share what you shared with me on the call and actually just get into this? I'm sure I don't mind. Um, So I won't get into the whole thing because, you know, it's not, all of it's not really necessary to get into right now. Or, um, but basically um, I woke up with an extremely bad headache and I have been dealing with the, um, he's been showing me different things that, that have, opened me up to demonic warfare, even just strong, just different things. Uh, But I woke up with a headache. I was shaky for some reason, and I thought, man, this caffeine, like, I always drink caffeine, and it's never done this to me before, and I was really shaky. Um, And I felt like I was going to pass out as my friend was um, tilling up my garden um, for me, which, man, that was so I'm so thankful for that, so that I can plant my garden and have some fresh vegetables and fruits and stuff. And so, yeah, all of that. And then after that, after that happened, um, I, I just began to not feel very well. And I knew that this time it was not my bachettes. This was something different. I knew it in my ruach that this is some form of witchcraft. This is the enemy coming hard on my body. And I was going through a a fast, you know, for a particular guy um, that I met that is dealing with what I believe is voice to skull technology. Um, He says he speaks to spiritual um, beings um, that are not of this world. They are um, under the name of Greek goddesses, even Satan. And he's um, debating accepting Yeshua into his life. And so um, me and oh, was, I was talking to Scott about, a scribe about, like, um, fasting. And in this time, I was going through a fast for this young man. And I felt so sick today that I ended the fast um, when the sunrise went down. And I became very, very ill after that. I mean, like, my stomach, it was the worst pain that, and I felt this weird feeling that I was travailing and to give birth. Um, I was pouring sweat off my face, and it felt like somebody was ripping my my stomach out. Literally, like I felt like um, inside of my stomach something was being ripped apart. I even felt uh, like I literally earlier fell down into my floor and just began like I was in screaming pain and then when I got off the phone um, with Scribe I actually fell face first into my floor and was just screaming in pain Um, and I was worshiping um, to a song it's called the song of the prophets and the song is saying heal and deliver heal and deliver and I feel like I'm being healed of trauma there's different areas of my life that the enemy has found a way to come in and attack because of this young man debate. I believe it is really based off the fact that 
Um, he said that sometimes the voices don't want him to say certain things around me, but he he's aware that he's, these are demons. Actually, um, there was a warfare book that I had read early on when I was involved with witchcraft, and it was called He Came to Set the Captives Free. Um, it deals with the bride of Satan um, and the lady that was going through trying to help a lady who was being delivered. And in this process, um, she almost got killed, um, basically. And in my ruach, I told him to get this book. You need this book. He had it in his hands the very next day. And he began to read it. And he said to me that it freaked him out because he saw the words, the master. He said, I've spoken to the master. And he said, I believe Yeshua, you know, um, wants you to help me. And he's he's really being tormented in his mind. And so as I begin to fast and pray for this young man who is debating, um, he's asking Yeshua to reveal himself. And I'm standing in the gap and I'm fasting and everything. And during this time, um, he's saying, do you think Yeshua would reveal himself more? To me, that he would speak to me or reveal himself if you prayed over me. So I prayed over the young man, and he was like, well, do I have to do anything? And I was like, just receive it. He was like, okay. And he said, I just like to be alone with me and my voices. He was like, but I feel comfortable talking to you. He said, I don't like to be around Christians. He was like, but you're different. And um, he said he saw something in me, and um, he has opened up to me. um, And um, I'm crying out for his soul. And in the process, the enemy has come against me um, in, in, in an attempt to kill me. That is exactly his, his attempt to kill me. Um, and there was a lot of verif- there was a lot of confirmations, um, even as to the objects that were in my house. And I began to get those objects out today, and that's when I became very, very ill. I began to take these um, um, things out of my house and take them to the person to whom they belonged. And that is what happened. And then as um, they began to pray for me earlier, it it eased off. And now it's almost completely gone. I can still feel it. But, I mean, I've had broken bones. I mean, I've had so many. I've never felt anything that's feeling like this right now. Um, and yet I feel peace. Um even though the enemy can't have my soul, he's after me to kill me because I'm a threat to his kingdom right now, um, especially with my testimony. And so I really need prayer. Like, I believe that he is literally trying to kill me. And um, so that's why I believe, um, and why I'm absolutely sure that Yeshua is leading me into deliverance. But first he's taking me through deliverance, and he's teaching me through this young man as well, who I'm standing in the gap for his soul. I need people to stand in the gap for this young man's soul. He's being tormented in his mind by demons, claiming to be Greek gods, his friends, and people that are using technology against him and the government. Um, he says that Jacob was one of them. He's Israeli. And he says how many years he's been speaking with them. Athena, um, Zeus. Yeah, yeah, this is... Um, and I went into my my bookshelf and I looked and I saw what looked like a some sort of like Greek looking god on the front. It's like some sort of Egyptian thing or so. 
and it says it's called demonology, and it's a study into the spiritual forces behind the present world of, of unrest. And uh, he's been getting, beginning to deal with me about the Nephilim and different things like this. Um, and I am not very... I am still in a vulnerable situation, and I need prayer because with these strongholds that I'm dealing with that have come from trauma... Um, there are doorways that he can come in, you know, to destroy, not in, like, I don't possess me, but oppress me or kill me. And he has his little minions, and we never mistake that, right? Um, he does work through people, but people is not, people are not the enemy. Um, we're wrestling against spiritual forces. And you're you're very right, this is a very serious game. Um, and that's why I need people to cover me in prayer right now um, because I fear that if somebody doesn't cover me in prayer and stand with me, I will die. That's how serious this, this warfare is right now for me. And so um, that's it. That's kind of the situation. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Leah. The young man's name that she is uh, standing in the gap for, um, his name is Xavier. And Maria, or, wow, what's with the name, Scott? Leah might not be happy with the fact that I threw it out there, but Yah knows who it is. The adversary knows who he's using. And, I don't mind. I don't mind. Okay, I was going to say, I don't, I, don't, I don't see any point in hiding it from anybody because... Yah already knows, and Hasatan has already been exposed to the light. Um, as the show is getting going, Leo was also uh, texting me scriptures um, as to what she believes Yeshua was saying to her specifically. Um, if I may, I'm going to go ahead and read these as quickly as I can uh, on the call. And from there, I guess, you know, we just see where the conversation goes. It isn't the typical transformed show that we're used to, but it is definitely about transformation and transforming because sometimes we have to address serious levels of yuck before we get to the core of it. It's like peeling an onion, as they say. So It's not a show. It's reality radio. Did I say show again? You did. Well, you know, it's my bad. This is real this is real life. It ain't a show. We ain't we ain't scripted. We don't make nothing up. We're all fighting the same enemy. We all got the same savior. Uh, you know, it's it's uh it's a war, it's a battle. Amen. All right, so this is coming from the King James because that's what, uh, well, let me see if I can pull this up quickly in the Hebrew roots. If you can find a better version, I would prefer you read it out of it. Okay. I, I feel, yeah, absolutely. All right. So this is going to be Isaiah 8 coming from the Hebraic Roots Bible. Once I get there. And... All right, yeah, pokey thing. What are you doing to me? There we go. 
Don't mind me. I'm just talking to my computer. And he always said to me, take a big tablet and write in it with a man's pen. Make haste to plunder. Hurry to the spoil. There's a footnote. Says the Hebrew word for this phrase, to hurry the spoil and haste to plunder, is Maher Shalal Hashbaz. That was the name of Isaiah's second son. And I took the faithful witness to record to record for me, or to record for me, Uriah the prophet and Zechariah's son, Jebuchiah. And I drew near the prophetess, and she conceived and bore a son. Then Yahweh said to me, call his name, make haste to plunder, and hurry to spoil. Maher Shalal Hashbaz. Yahweh also spoke to me again, saying, because this people has refused the waters of Shiloh, that flows softly and rejoices in resin and Ramalia's son. Behold, therefore, Yahweh also brings on them the waters of the river, mighty and many, the king of Assyria and all his glory. And he shall come up over all its channels and go over all its banks. And he shall pass through Judah. He shall overflow and go over. He shall reach to the neck and his wings will be stretching out filling the breath of your land. O Emmanuel, O peoples, suffer evil and be broken, and listen all from the far places of the earth. Gird yourselves and be broken. Gird yourselves and be broken. Counsel a plan, and it is frustrated. Speak a word, and it shall not rise, for El is with us, Emmanuel. Um... For so Yahweh spoke to me with a strong hand and taught me again walking in the way of this people, saying, Do not say a conspiracy to everything which this people says. A conspiracy, and do not fear its fear, and do not dread. Sanctify Yahweh of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. And he shall be for a sanctuary, and for a stone of stumbling, and for a rock of falling to the two houses of Israel, for a trap and for a snare to the ones living in Jerusalem. And many among them shall stumble and fall and be broken and shall be snared and be taken. Bind up the testimony and seal the Torah among my disciples. Footnote. The true disciples of Yahweh would have the Torah written on their hearts. Jeremiah thirty-one thirty-three. And I will wait on Yahweh, who hides his face from the house of Jacob, and I will look for him. Behold, I and the children whom Yahweh has given to me are for signs and wonders in Israel from Yahweh of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. And when they say to you, seek to the mediums and to the fortune tellers who peep and mutter, should not a people seek its Elohim rather than for, for the living to seek the dead, to the Torah and to the testimony. If they do not speak according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Another footnote, any true servant of Yahweh will teach only what is scripturally sound according to the Torah. And they shall pass through it hard-pressed and hungry, and it shall be, they shall be hungry. He will rave and curse his king and his Elohim, and face upwards. 
or upward. And they shall look to the land, and behold, distress and darkness and gloom of anguish, and they are driven and they are driven to darkness. Now, I think that was just the first passage that Leah quoted. Leah, if I'm incorrect, tell me. Actually, I think you quoted to, uh, to verse 20, didn't you? Well, close enough. There's only 20, two verses after that. So anyhow, um, as Leah was on the phone, as we were praying for it in the car, um, and we pulled up. Jim actually got the word in the Ruach, relieve or relief or relieved. And that was when Leah got the confirmation, uh, you know, that it corresponded with, with childbirthing and the fact that she said what she felt like, even though she's never had children, was very, very close or what she would expect a woman being in travail to, to feel. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not at liberty to actually expound on that because I've never been there, obviously. But I think what's important to note is the fact that Yahweh is able to connect across thousands of miles to send two and three and 20 together in one to rally around a single individual who might be, who by no choice of her own is essentially an island unto herself. And yeah, she's in a tough spot, but I think that, you know, I just, I just pray that, Leah is fully supported, fully hedged about by Malachim, and that she knows that she knows that her family here, her Mishpaka here in Love Inc. at Transformed has got her back, and her front, and her side, and her up and her down, and that we know that when the adversary that she knows that we know that when the adversary does come at her that we will stand in the gap on her behalf. So, hallelujah. If anybody else has anything they want to add, um, Scrab's going to be quiet for a while. Hallelujah. Yami, do you have anything for Leah? I know that um, for me, there was some experiences, you know, and and um, just happened to be, you know, in deliverance situations, and um, and be there. And I ended up going to Ferris. I can't pronounce it. It's a, a what we would do in this counseling group would um, just kind of meditate all week and pray about it and then come together and invite. We would 
called Jesus. That's what they name as his name, and invite him, and then we would take off com- uh, talking about whatever comes up, inviting him to direct the conversation. And when we would deal with the things that brought emotion, then that was where we'd um, focus on and just usually one thing um, uh, in an hour or so, because she was always, Dawn was her name, was always willing to take whatever time we needed and um, uh, focus and then invite our Yeshua, only not knowing his name and calling him by the name Jesus, trusting, you know. Hold on a second, hold on a second. Yami, I have to interrupt for a minute. Yami, I'm sorry, I I apologize. I've got a bit of an emergency. I've got to run uh, one of my sons to work by 1030. Okay. Um, I should, Rock, are you in any position to take the lead over on this? I gotta, I've got to go. He's got to be there by ten thirty. And my phone battery is about dead. Okay. Mom is sleeping. Oops, that was. Go ahead, Yami. I'll be back as quick as I can. And um, in my one-on-one sessions with a counselor, um, we looked at the painful part, you know, at would come up. And then as we invited the Messiah, our Messiah, to tell us what, um, to, that he was there, and then we pretty much work out the scene um, of, the hurt mostly it went to hurt and um and then we would um be given scriptures and as we read them healing would come like and then I would get pictures usually and that's when like one time there was segmented parts in me and um uh, one of the times the I was I saw a bottle of joy just so and the hawk said to me, Jump in. Have them jump in because they were little kids. I close everything up. What? I'm gonna close everything up. Yep, and I've already closed all the windows down here. <laughs> I took the bars along. Okay, oh, so. I took the bars along so they can't be stolen, and uh, 
I got. Uh, I think it steals the propane. Yeah, I think it steals the food and whatever, but uh, I think we'll be okay. Hallelujah. So what? So I. It took a while for me to understand that it was he wanted these little kids, you know, inside of me these parts of me that were broke off to protect me, but they were just um, afraid little kids and and reacted in ways that was nasty or was um, mean or not the not in appropriate um, faith, and so they, you know were freed to become back united with me. And I didn't have to have protection for myself. They, um, at times, we had to tell them they needed salvation. And we just worked all that out. So that was in the one-on-one. And then dealing with others, yeah, would usually give me a picture. And as I shared that, um, there would be, it would be hundreds of people when this happened. It was that we were at Normal Hayes' Bible College when these happened. And um, uh, people were asking who um, would be the the ones that, uh, um, what ministry calls were in people's lives. And uh, I was in a line across the whole room that was three deep, and the person fell in my arm, and Yah started giving me this picture, and as I spoke it out because some an elder had told me um, when we were in prayer meetings and I would get to get a picture and um, and he would speak what I saw. So when I counseled with him, he said, "Well, let's do something different." He said, you having the picture and me speaking the word is a double um, agreement. It's a, you know, double thing. And um, he said, next time you get a picture, you speak it, and then I'll confirm it to you. And he's pretty smart. He's a pretty smart teacher. Teacher. And so I I was becoming aware of how Ruhak leads us into helping to letting him be show the way to overcome the pain that allowed a demon to get in there. So it's to me the experience of deliverance 
it still happens times I I learned that like one time I got a picture of my son and he was laying in a road and on the road and his leg was all bleeding and um I get a call from my his wife and she said he He's been in the car wreck. He's in the Stoughton Hospital. And no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was at Stoughton Hospital, and I was living in Madison then. So um, I went, and the first thing I saw in the natural was him in that picture. So he was in the hospital bed rather than in the highway. So it's all, Yah will bring whatever gifts in the Ruach we need in order to, you know, help people, help ourselves too, and um, be in agreement. And a lot of, of people have wounds that make them turn into bitter, awful actions that aren't really themselves, but not really the true person they are. But the real person is who Yah created them to be and to bring them back to um, the right, um, self and get those wounds that broke, that caused them to, a part of them to um, try to have authority. I'm not doing real good at explaining it. Uh, I'm hoping it will help you, but to me, it, it, it's, it's more than one time we need we need to work out the salvation of the deliverance and with counseling and with definitely Ruhak being the leader in that counseling. So I can relate to what you're saying when you're talking about um so right now I'm going in trauma therapy. Um, and my therapist is a believer. And so I think that um, I go next Wednesday. I have to look at my, my uh, make sure that's right. But I, uh, yeah, next Wednesday. So I think that I'm going to begin to start asking her, can we pray together before um, we begin any form of trauma therapy? Because trauma is very layered and like what exactly what you're talking about like, I see things in the spiritual. Sometimes I may have an, a hard time um, interpreting it until it actually happens, and then I understand it. Kind of like you saw that he had his leg, right? And then he, he was in the hospital. But see, you would have been like, why is his leg messed up? Did he break his leg? You know, and then when it happens, you actually realize he was showing you something in the spirit. Um in the spirit.
spiritual realm, and that's something that I also have um, is that I'm a prophetess, but I also, like, the dreams and the visions that I have, yeah, all of that stuff. But there's just been a strong warfare, and I think it's very true that when you're going through deliverance, he has me with a trauma therapist that is actually two th- two trauma therapists. I was seeing one, but she's got her kids are sick, so she's actually having me with someone else right now, and and they're um they're picking up, and I I love both of them dearly, and uh, I don't know where I'd be without them. I remember, and it was called woven counseling when I went there, and I began uh, to talk to her, and she was like, um, you know. She was like, I do this because of people like you. And uh, I really Mm -hmm. feel a sense that there's more than just, a lot of therapists are in it for money, but I really feel like like on a sincere, they have a sincere heart. And um, Mm -hmm. I believe that they, because they're believers, you know, I can can pray with them and I'm going to begin to ask Mm -hmm. if I can pray before my session with them that we can touch in agreement um, and begin to pull off the layers because if I don't pull the layers of trauma off, I also have had irritability, and I didn't realize that when you're like B one deficient, um, it causes um, it can cause um, cognitive function like mess ups like like you um, have short term memory loss, or you mm-hmm. struggle with cognitive function and neurological issues as well as um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, there, there's a lot of uh, irritability. I thought the irritability yeah. was coming from the pain, and I was reflecting that on other people. That's what I thought. Now I'm right. looking at the actual medical right. thing, and I'm going, hey, maybe that's what it was. So, uh, yeah, I'm, and it's not the real me. That's That's the facts. And mm-hmm. everybody around me has tried to paint this picture of me that is not me, okay? And I forgive them. Like, I'm not mad. I don't have any enemies. The only enemy that I have is myself that needs to mm-hmm. fully die. And mm-hmm. I'm, that is that is the only enemy that I have is myself. I stand in my, my own way more than... Well, we have the... We can't forget. Satan is real, too. Yes, and so he takes the opportunity, right? Since Abiyah, you know, it's got me going into, I believe he is actually in the process of delivering me and training me Mm -hmm. for deliverance ministry so that I can cast out demons. And he's put me around the right people because it's not in the church. I didn't get it there. I'm never going to get it there because they don't speak according to the testimony and the law. This is the problem. They deny it. And um, I wrote a point that I would actually, would you mind if I shared it? I, it um, ask um, Rox, uh, I Rox. think Rox is in charge now. So, <laughs> Rox, <laughs> I'm going to give her permission, I guess. <laughs> I think it's going to work in um I the computer's being slow and I'm so yeah, this is Martha, you can share. I muted Rock because he was talking about his trailer and then now with the computers I can't get to the menu to put him in unmute. So if you could just continue, that'd be great. Yeah. 
That'd be great. And he will listen to it and later he'll probably, he'll let us know if we're going in the wrong direction. That's great. Because that's real important to study the word and all we do because in my deliverance, scriptures always came to me. Always. And what I could stand on and what I could really believe. Oh, go okay. ahead, please. Right, give me one second. It went all the way back to the top. <laughs> I have it written down. You know what? Let me just get my notebooks and say want to be messing with my messing with my day. <laughs> all right. It's um and I it really doesn't have a title. I didn't know what the title is. As I was just musing, I've been going through, like, writer's block for a minute, so it's good to be back on my poetry, and I hope that it um, uplifts and it gives a message um, in my poetry. So it says, you think I'm legalistic, but you reject the law. You follow after paganism, and you twist the words of Paul. Religion has you bound. Traditions of men is what you teach. Doctrines of demons has you blinded, and false grace is what you preach. You reject the wounded, but claim to know the way. Never reach out to help the hurting or ask if they're okay. Uh, politics and denom- denominational denomination division denominational division has everyone so blinded. Never pray for your leaders, but you talk about Trump and Biden. Claim to walk by faith, but I don't see the fruit of the Spirit. They hate the prophets. They hate the prophets who... They hate the prophets... Hold on. They hate the prophets uh, who came with the message. So, let me, let me read that, because that's, like, that's not right. Okay. Claim to walk by faith, but I don't see the fruit of the Spirit. They hate the prophets who came with the message um, because they refuse to hear it. Very good. Thank you. Yeah, my I've experienced that in everybody there is. I've found few that really are understand the need to have the to move by the Torah to keep ourselves free from receiving lies, and then. The doctrines of demons. Yes, you know. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree because there's like this false grace doctrine, and they want it watered down, and they don't want the truth, and they don't want to hear holiness, and they don't want to hear that sin is transgression but of the are, law. There are some who do. <laughs> absolutely, they, that's what I love about transform recovery and this whole thing. Like I've mm-hmm. been trying to get people to join in and, you know, that are struggling with um, addiction um, or, you know, different things um, so that they can be reached um, because I really love, I I really um, love that he has led me here and for this this time and purpose, you know. Mm -hmm. And I love you guys and I appreciate it because, I, I could I could have very well had the wrong people surrounding me and it have been more religious people 
And then I would have probably been more open, you know, to be attacked at this point. And so... Do you know that my friends for a lot of years now, I think I'm a year older than her, but we both received salvation at the same um, time. And we, the same year wrote songs and we were saying in our own words the exact same thing and just today actually or was it yesterday one of the short in a few a little bit ago we um we were talking and and she shared that she kept being kicked out of churches because she told what she saw in the Ruhak realm. And now her son is um is getting is in Hebrewic root. He's um in Me- he lives in Mexico. He has his own music studio and um I'm still hearing from the church church. The same thing, very same thing happened to me. I'm not angry at anybody. Like, I forgive them, and I still love them, but I don't have to to associate. I have already tried to make my peace, but they wanted to make war. They got angry when I told them the truth, but it was, I was like Jonah. I really tried to run because when Yeshua said, go and tell them, warn them about Christmas, I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And uh, it didn't. It didn't go so well. <laughs> and I tried running from the calling for a minute, and then when I actually gave it, and the rejection came, it was a whole yeah. other trauma. It was a whole other layer of the onion put on there by the church religious organization, um, yeah. because I trusted them. I thought they were my family, only to yeah. find that they turned. They turned, and they were like ravenous wolves. That's what they look like. I do understand that. So I'm Mm -hmm. feeling that because this is like I spent in one one church 12 years, and I was kicked out of it for different reasons. It had nothing to do with that. But when I confronted the Mm -hmm. paganism, they tried to bring grace into it to justify it. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard that. Rock knows that one. He has a good handle on that. <laughs> yeah, they were like they told me everything has paganism in it, and that um, you sh- you know grace and it's all in how you present it, and they knew it was pagan. That shows how wicked our hearts are, mm-hmm. and that's me included. And then I'm just like, okay, I'll go back into the church and I'll I'll try to agree to gr- disagree. They understood my standpoint. They understood, I I understood where they stand. Mm-hmm. Until they put the Christmas tree up and then I went to pieces. <laughs> and it's like fire hit me. And he was like, if you ever go back in there, and I was like, oh, I couldn't do it. And But it was very painful for me. And it was just another layer of trauma put back on there. 
And I've been hiding and been hurting and been alone and isolated because I couldn't go back yeah. to the church. And then he, and then I was cutting off toxic people, and he brought you guys into my life. And that's why it's Hallelujah. so special. Yeah. Wonderful. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to be Marissa. here. Like-minded people. Like-minded. Like-minded. Marissa, do you want to share anything in this, or are you just listening? I'm listening. I was getting tea, but I'm here. I am. So I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just waiting for Skype to get back. Um, I know. Yeah, I know you guys are sharing, but I kind of um, got sidetracked, and I I was listening, but I don't know what what topic you're sharing on. I apologize. Yeah. I was talking about the trauma of of church hurt also being placed on it, Um, and when I confronted the paganism and different things, and how I've been kind of feeling isolated. And the enemy knows if he can get me isolated, then guess what? I, you know, that's how what they do. If there's more than one, it's harder to attack. But if they can isolate them, then that's the one he's going to go after because they're isolated. They're all alone. They're vulnerable. The church just hurt them and kicked them out, and they really want to go back. They're dying for fellowship. And he knew my heart's desire, and he brought you guys into my life for that reason because He's like he's like a ravenous wolf. I mean, he's seeking who he may devour. Look, and he right. can devour the one that's isolated because, well, mm-hmm. they don't have any. They don't have anyone around them, and there's no one like-minded. And um, especially in transform recovery, I can appreciate this because I've struggled on and off with addiction as a band aid for my physical ailments and my trauma and. You know, it went on for so long that I would get to dissociative states where I dissociated because I was, oh, yeah. you know, um, gang raped. And I got to a point to where the dissociation was almost like uh, protection, if you will. Even yeah. my therapist told me that right now my emotions are very disconnected. And I remember. Right before I met you guys, it got so bad. I was just like, man, um, can I was talking to God, like, bring me some meth. And I was literally, and I, I felt so, I was so sad because I was in pain, isolated, alone, didn't have church. They kicked me out. And here's Satan right. coming after me on this side, tempting. And, you know, especially, yep. you, you don't. You don't see a whole lot of people that are set apart that will come out and talk about it. But I remember yeah. I was laughing, talking about, okay, I, I said, I'm going to try to find some sleeping pills because I'm in so much pain and you can't bring me these drugs. And they're like, please don't take many. I said, well, what's the worst that could happen? I go to sleep and don't wake up. And I was laughing. And they're like, why are you laughing about it? And I realized mm-hmm. how disconnected I was. Well, I've I've got to cut in. Sorry, Leah, did not mean to step on you. Step on you. I am back. I got logged back in. We're all good again. Um, I hope I didn't throw anybody off too far. Um, What was that, Marissa? I was was like what she was getting at that. Okay. All right. So 
it's it's your line again, Leah. Thank you. Okay, yeah, so um so like yeah, yeah, I was just it's it's like he had me isolated and alone. And so now that you guys have been brought into my life, the attacks are getting greater because he knows now I'm no longer isolated. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now she didn't. Have, she didn't have her church people. They kicked her out. He he, he, well, he was just. He, it was easy game. But now mm-hmm. I've got people surrounding me that can cover me, and I believe that makes hell nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes Damn. hell very nervous, especially when it's ruach-filled people and not church people mm-hmm. that want to mix paganism and holiness. The holiness of Yahweh with a lie of paganism. You cannot do that and, and claim grace over it. That is that is horrible that you would even say that. Like I'm disgusted. But yes, that has been the that's been the idea. Isolate me and attack me. Because now I'm vulnerable and alone and I don't have church people. And thank thank I thank Yah that I don't have church people. Because what would they have been laying their hands on me and praying over me and those spirits on those people, you have to be careful you let lay hands on you. I had a lot of them to lay hands on me before. Therefore, you know, and these were people that I trusted. I trusted these people. I loved them. So when they kicked me out, like, yeah, there's another layer of trauma. Now the devil's got another instrument to try to come and attack. And since I've been talking on here, the pain in my stomach has almost completely left me. Um, and I need people to surround me, and that's why he he's nervous now because now I'm not going back to church people, but rather I've, I've brought like-minded people who have also been traumatized by churches, struggling with addiction, and can be open about that without any shame, without the condemnation that religion brings um, upon us. And so I'm so grateful and so thankful, and I am honored to call you my Mishpaka. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah, praise praise Yah. Um, Yeah. I'll vote to Yah on that. Um, some some people listen more quickly than others. Um, some don't. I'm just grateful that we've got an overseer that does. We're going to cut to a music break real quick, and when we come back, um, we'll see where the rock takes it from here. This is Shannon Moore. Yeah, we will lift you high. We lift you high Yahweh, Yahweh We lift you high Yahweh, Yahweh We lift you high
tiger. There is no one like you. thinking this is maybe a good time to wrap up these last seven minutes, 14 minutes of Transformed with some heavy-duty prayer for Rock and Sam and Marissa and Leah and Yami in the entire ministry. So I'm just going to ask that you follow up as the other lead, as the, as the other ends and let's by the, by the favor and kavod of Yah, let's shake hell to its very foundations tonight before we wrap this up, as we wrap this up. Heavenly Father, in the name of Yeshua, we just come to you again thanking you for the fact that you went before us in every situation we could ever contemplate finding ourselves in. Yeshua, you went to the cross on our behalf. You went to hell on our behalf. You overcame death, hell, and the grave so that we could have eternal life in you. Abba, yeah, you gave us the knowledge through Yeshua to know that there isn't a demon, a shadaim, a fallen angel, a fallen malachim, a watcher. There's nothing that we need to fear if we stay in you. We know that our adversary is a, is a beaten foe. And we know that if we could see him by your word, we know that if we could see him for what he truly is in comparison to you, we would laugh him to scorn. So, Aviyah, we, we give you all the praise, honor, and esteem, knowing that you have set us up to be the head and not the tail. Abba, you've given us strength in you. You've given us authority in you because you loved us so much that we can resist the adversary and he will flee from us. That we can command him to go and he must leave by the blood of Yeshua. Abba, we don't we don't want to be and we are not in the position of the seven sons of Seca. We know who we call on. And we know that the adversary knows who we call on. So whether we're in North Carolina, Wisconsin, or 
Texas, Abaya. Right now, we just pray down authority and protection and boldness and freedom from any kind of negative fear that the adversary would try to throw at us. Abba, that as we transform, as we expose our weaknesses, as we identify where we've fallen short, we can anticipate that that slime ball Satan is going to try to wiggle his way in one way or another. But Abba, we thank you for the fact that you have slammed that door in his face. You've sealed it with the blood of your son. And that you've given us power and authority to win these battles through you in our lives and in the lives of others. Abba, help us to be the warriors that your kingdom requires us to be. Yeah, help us to be the hands and feet and mouthpieces that you need us to be wherever wherever we are and help us to know that while we may be separated, we're never alone. That if Leah's in North Carolina or Rock and Santa are in Texas, or Marissa's up here, and I'm up here in Yami's in Madison or wherever, whatever the situation is, your word says that where two or more are gathered in your name, there you are also. And now we ask that as it is in Shamaim, so be it on earth. And we know, and we know that you know that you've organized us and that you're dealing with us in Shamaim right now. So we are together. We are united. We are echad with you and with each other. And now we just give you all the praise, honor, and kavod, all the esteem, all the, all the majesty. We give you all the acclaim, yeah, because it's all due you, but we call the adversary beaten in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm actually in South Carolina, but I'm just... I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I actually had to go to North Carolina today, but I live in South Carolina, so yeah. I was just sharing oh, tonight. Uh, <laughs> Marissa wants to share something. I want to pray. Unless you want to go. You want to pray or you want to just say something? I'm going to okay. pass on praying right now. I feel really, like really, really weak, like as far as me. Um, okay. Well, hi, yeah. that's, why we're, that's why we're coming together. This is one of my favorite um, scriptures for um, warfare. It's Psalm 91. I wanted to read that over everyone. He who dwells 
in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shade of the Almighty. I will say to Yahweh, my refuge and my fortress, my Elohim, I will trust in him. For he delivers you from the fowler's snare, from destruction's plague. With his feathers he will cover you, and under his wings you shall seek refuge. His truth is a shield and a buckler. You shall not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day. For the plague that walks in darkness, nor the destruction lying at waste at noon, a thousand shall fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand. It shall not come near you. Only with your eyes you shall look, and see the reward of the wicked. Because you, O Yahweh, are my refuge. You make the most high your habitation. No evil shall happen to you, nor shall any plague come near your tent. For he shall give you his cherubs charge over you, to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you up in their hands, and you shall not dash your foot on a stone. You shall tread on the lion and adder, and the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love on me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in distress, and I will rescue him and honor him. I will satisfy him with the length of days, and will make him see my Yeshua. So we were just listening to um, Chandler. Thank you. Yes, hallelujah. And I was listening to that that person that we just played the song from his worship, and I was, as I was praying, I was thinking of how he was, when that man was in worship, you know, Chandler Moore, he was saying that uh, way to come like the wind, come like the rain, come like the fire. So I just pray that this, you know, he comes in different directions in our life. And I praise Adonai for our night tonight as we come before you, Yahweh, and your as your sisters and your brothers and in the cod and the ministry here that we are in transformed together for a reason. And I thank you for my sister Leah that she is overcoming a lot of darkness right now and as well as I am too. And I just ask for your I don't know if you've ever ever renounced of anything. So right now we're just renounced of any past um vows we made to any dark darkness or any type of witchcraft, any vows that we've made on behalf of things that are unknown or that are un, or that are known. I just ask for you to forgive those situations, Yahweh, and you you know what it is. So I just ask for you to help us walk us through it, Yahweh, as we look to each step of the way as you take us into um especially in our day tomorrow as we are in prayer and fasting and as well as tonight. But I in in agreement with um, with you, Yahweh, that and with Leah, that we renounce our past vows that we made to anything that is unclean or any vain imaginations or any type of things that was trying to come against us that we were not ready for and that she's not ready for. I just ask for you to take her um, in your, you know, like a canopy of your total protection and as um, you empty us of all of that unnecessary junk, Yahweh, just empty us out and let us see where you want us to go as into being under your covenant, Yahweh, that you fill us with, with your fruits and with your love and your in your word. So I pray that on behalf of all of us that as we all know what, where we stand with your under, with understanding your word and understanding you, Yahweh, that you give us that full understanding and to where you want us to go from from this day forward and and just break up any confusion or any type of strife against us, any type of um, illnesses that has come against an issue with name that we are not sick in the in the kingdom, that we are healed and 
as we were praying earlier in the car and you were saying something about your stomach, I just was, was declaring healing bomb. So I just declare Yahweh's healing bomb over, over your stomach and over any other areas that are in need of healing. And, and as just as um, you go into your, your prayer closet and you worship him, you just repent unto him. That's that's what I was getting at. That as I'm going through this past few weeks with the yeah, he brings us to where we need to get to, and as well as um, even though you're not going to go physically to your friend's house and do his deliverance, you can pray for Yahweh to, on behalf of him, for Yahweh to help that situation, and when the time is necessary, the right just ask for just ask for Yahweh to put the right timing and the right people in the right places. In Yeshua's name, that that you build us up as you want us to go out, but as we are learning from one another that you're building us up as we are in Ikadas as well. And as well as we send the right workers on, on behalf of you, on behalf of our situation. And um, I just ask for your, your banner of your love over us, Yahweh, that you carry us through each each moment of each day. And I just declare that um, no doubt can sneak in or any lies with enemy and as pay for the ministering Malachim to come as well as your um your heavenly the war the warriors that I was picturing not too long ago as um that we're in warfare and I just call upon your heavenly to open up the, the um your the doorway to heaven Yahweh then you send down your your workers to come down and to be on fight on our behalf. And I just say that over all of us in our situations and we lay it we lay everything at, at the foot of your of, your, of our Messiah as to where we are and as we go into our the rest of our nights that we just we just um I don't want to say dwell but as we we reflect upon our our Heavenly Father let us be in your presence tonight and I'll pass with that if you only want to pray continue prayer Yami before you pray just want to let Rocket Sand know if they're still listening on mute my computer shut down on me. I have no access to the control panel, so I cannot unmute. I apologize. Yami, if you want to pray. So, Father, I appreciate the prayers that have came, and they they um, planted seeds in our heart because they're your word that was being prayed, and they're your um, and thank you, you called us all to be alive in you and to um, understand the Ruach realm. And we are given the weapons of our warfare and we are given the, the armor so that we're protected. And, Father, where we've been um, opened and vulnerable because we haven't been taught, thank you that that you, um, you are the great rabbi, Rubaya, however they pronounce it. You're, you're the true teacher. You're, you give us the ruhat to lead us into all truth. And that's because the Ruach agrees with you. And that's because 
you want us to all come in agreement with what is true. And thank you that you are taking us out of our bondage, out of Egypt, into your, we are in the promised land. And we are able to take over the country. And and thank you that you understand our makeup and communicate to each of us at the level we're at. And I often remember that song, you came down to my level when I couldn't get up to your with a strong arm. You lifted me up just to show me what living is. Hallelujah. So as we have entered the kingdom of life eternal, we can feast at your table. Hallelujah. And let us eat. As babies, we desire the sincere milk of the word. And as we grow, you introduce the meat of the word to us. And Father, you you had us thirst after your righteousness, and we hunger after your righteousness. And thank you that we can grow thereby. For you are the good shepherd, and you make sure we're well fed. So let what you want happen among us. Um, The big thing is that we're in agreement with you. And so we shall see the goodness of Yah in the land of the living. Amen. So be it. Hallelujah. So be it. Well, ladies and gentlemen and everybody else listening, my computer decided it was going to update, and I have no access to the control panel. As I said, please forgive the situation. Go in peace. Go in shalom. Laila Tov tonight. Bokutov tomorrow. We will look forward to hearing from you on Love Live Reality Rock Remnant Reality Radio's Praise, Prayer, Decree, and Declare at 627 a.m. Central, 527 a.m. Eastern. No, that's wrong. 737 a.m. I know it's wrong because you gave it to me. Yeah, it was like seven thirty before I got on. Okay. Before anybody got on there, and I was like, okay. "Then I got here's, to five thirty for this." All right, here's something. Here, here's something you want to remember, Leah. Okay, here's something everybody on the line wants to remember. This might need some editing. The key word here is guest D or guest <laughs> Yahweh for Yahweh. Guest, not best. Guest. Okay. Hallelujah, Abba We thank you for we thank you for your for your favor. We thank you for your for your chesed and your 
Hanan, we just uh, give you all the praise, honor, and esteem. And Marissa wants to read Philippians 4. Hallelujah. Okay, hallelujah. He handed me the phone. So, I just wanted to read this before we end our night. This is something we like to end in, which is chapter 4 in Philippians, which is the whatever prayer. So, rejoice in Yahweh always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your humility be made known to all men. Our master is at hand. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and by petition with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to Elohim. And the peace of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds through Messiah Yeshua. Finally, my brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever lovely, whatever of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's any praise, think on these things. And what things you learned and received and heard and saw in me, practice these things and the Elohim of Shalom will be with you. Hallelujah. And I'm, hallelujah and Yamin. So be it. Good night. We'll see you in the morning. Yeah, I mean, Marissa says if we're on a fast tomorrow, that'd be great. Hallelujah. Good night, all. Good night.